the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Wednesday the 6th, and you are tuned into Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firm, so West Virginia and Maryland, having individuals, families, businesses, with all of their legal needs. Family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation, they provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit our new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at SuttonAndJanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. Marsha, good morning. Good morning. It, we have a packed full house. It is a jam-packed Panhandle Live today, that is for sure, but every day is a jam-packed Panhandle Live, and that's a good thing. It is a good thing. It's so, good thing. Um, by the way, folks can uh, now listen to our entries for the mm-hmm. West Virginia Broadcasters Association. They're posted up on Facebook page. So, yep. if you want to hear what won, <laughs> and if you want to look deep enough and watch our acceptance speeches, right? as cringy as mine are. <laughs> okay, my last one was really cringy, but <laughs> okay, but you can find those on YouTube. I won't tell you where to find it. I'll just say yeah, make them work for it's it. It's <laughs> on YouTube. So, do what you can on that. Do your investigative work. But yeah, you can find all, all that stuff up there. But like you said, Marsha, we do have a jam-packed show today. Right. The Unity Campaign uh, is underway, and we have our special speed dating segment. We should have gotten music for that. I'll but, do. I'll do that for. I'll do that for tomorrow. All right. So, the, so basically, what that means is we're bringing some of these agencies and organizations in who are part of the Unity Campaign and getting kind of a a quick rundown of what they're doing and what they're uh, raising funds for. Remember, the Unity Campaign is ongoing through the twelfth, and uh, part of your money will be matched up to that point. And so you're in some cases doubling your money. Joining us in studio, and I'm hoping I'm going to get everyone's name right. Kimberly Sensendiver, Kim Sensendiver with Evac Canine Search and Rescue team, Amy Orndoff from Berkeley Senior Services, Benjamin Gregory of Telemon Corporation, and Terry Blitziotis. Did I get it right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thumbs up from the Morgan County Homeless Coalition. Welcome in, everyone. Yeah, welcome in, everybody. Good morning. Thank you for making the trek through this rainy Wednesday into uh, the radio station. But uh, we'll go ahead and start with Terry from the Morgan County Homeless Coalition. So uh, tell us what you do uh, and, um, well, what you do to help the community. Okay, well, I'm Terry, and I am from uh, Berkeley Springs area, and our program is the Morgan County Homeless Coalition MCHC Hope House Project. And what we are trying to do is build a shelter um, for that will house nine homeless individuals and um, be a center hub for a number of organizations in our in our little town. Um, our first priority is making certain that we can house individuals during the winter months, um, and that costs us anywhere from fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a year just to house these folks in hotels, mm-hmm. local hotels. So that's why we're going for building a new shelter, and hopefully we'll be able to open that up at the beginning uh, at the beginning at the end of this year. Right. So Terry, is there a structure that you guys have in mind or will you be building this from the ground up? We have a, we have um, a building that we're renovating. We're actually in the process of renovating now. So these funds from United Way will go towards helping to finish that up and then also help us to fund the 
uh, housing in the cold winter months. How much are you hoping to raise during the Unity campaign? Well, our our goal was an annual goal of fifty thousand um, dollars, but we would be happy with any amount. That we <laughs> sure, <raised>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So uh, let people know how to get in touch with you. Um, your Facebook website, things like that, especially if you need volunteers or people uh, to help out, and of course your text line for the Unity campaign. Well, we we do need um, volunteers, and you can find us on Facebook at the Morgan County Homeless Coalition. Um, and we also have a website that you can search mchcoco.org um, and uh, donate there. But we really would like for you to donate to the Unity Campaign mm-hmm. and use Unity 30 at 71777. Awesome. And would this be the only or the first, you know, purpose shelter in Morgan County? Yes. Wow. wow. Very cool. Well, we're awesome. We're, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, we will transition over to uh, Kim Sensendiver. Kim, how are you? Good morning. Absolutely. No stranger to the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's absolutely from uh, EVAC K9 search and rescue team. So tell people a little bit about EVAC K9. Sure. So we've been in the community since 1993. We do a combination of search and rescue for live victims. And then we have dogs that are Um, certified as human remains detection dogs, which is the old cadaver dog Mm -hmm. um, that that used to be called. So, you know, for this unity campaign, um, we're trying to raise funds for continued training. So you can imagine it is an ongoing training, uh, you know, extravaganza to make sure these dogs are spot on. I'm still trying to train my dog every day. (laughs) I think we talked about that last time. (laughs) Because it comes up in court, as we know. It does, yes. So so for the live finds, you know, we definitely want our dogs to be, you know, at the top of their game and, and make a live find. For the dogs that are called out by law enforcement, particularly for our HRD, you know, a lot of times they will get, um, permission to search places based on the dogs being there. And we do not want to make mistakes. So, you know, we train a lot. We train at least four or five times a week individually. We um, train on weekends with bigger local trainings. And then the big thing that costs the most money is we go for certifications and training with, you know, just top-notch instructors Hmm. all over the country. And most of that comes out of our pocket. Um, because this is, you know, a, a volunteer organization. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. so you know, we're looking to raise fifteen hundred for the Unity campaign. Um, you can text to seventeen Unity seventeen at um, seven. Let's see, what was it? Seven seven one seven seven seven. I always get those. I, know, I said up. yesterday we got to get a sign up. I know, above right? It. We <laughs> okay, we got to do that and the music. Yeah, right? We need that. Cue cards. Um, and then we do have a Facebook page. It's a evac, and it's E V A K, not C. Um, canine search and rescue team and, and we love to get input from the community you guys do amazing work thank <clears throat> Absolutely. you so much and uh, next we'll go to benjamin gregory from telemon corporation ben benjamin how you doing this morning i'm doing good thanks for having me absolutely um okay so at telemon corporation we do a wide variety of things we help people with housing we do credit counseling we do successful renters programs and help with people with their mortgages this specifically part of the funding for the Unity campaign is going towards our regional resource office that I'm part of. Basically, if people need assistance with any type of utility or might need some type of rental assistance to avoid eviction, we sometimes will we will interview the client and screen them. Sometimes we will help them with funding that we get ourselves or other times we will refer to the local partners in the area that might be able to help them. Mm-hmm. Everyone who comes in, we also offer free credit counseling or budget management counseling. 
all is free to the clients to try to help them to become more self-sufficient so that you don't have to constantly need to come in, that this is a one-time emergency assistance. Um, so you've been pretty busy here in this last couple of years. Oh, yes. <laughs> Especially during COVID when there was such high unemployment, so many people were having so much trouble being able to keep up with their funding. I actually looked just the other day, and during the COVID period, during the emergency situation, tell them on itself through funding that we had gotten from different types of grants. We actually just ourselves spent just under $500,000. Wow. Wow. And I'm sure that was very helpful to each individual that you were able to, to assist. And it's so important to keep people, you know, out of homelessness. Mm -hmm. Um, so you operate out of Berkeley County. Yes. We work for families that are in Berkeley County and Jefferson. I also want to specify whenever you have a trouble with um, any of your utilities falling behind on rent, mortgage, stuff like that, please go to your local DHHR, Department of Health and Human Resources, first. If they can't help you or can only partially help you, that's when we get the referral first and then next. But always the DHHR is the first stop to go if you need any kind of assistance. Absolutely. So uh, uh, with you being a part of the Unity Campaign, what is the uh, Unity Campaign? What are you looking to get out of it this year? Okay. Out of the Unity Campaign, um, we decided just as like um, our major goal for any time period is $50,000. But as we said, any amount helps because every little bit can make a difference between someone not having power in their home or being evicted. So every little bit could help every individual family. Um, our Number to text is going to be Unity 67. Once again, Unity 67 is 71777. Mm -hmm. And our Facebook page is just Telemon Corporation and make sure that it's the West Virginia Telemon Corporation right. because we operate out of multiple states. Perfect. Wow. Amazing yeah. stuff. Absolutely. Do. That was Benjamin Gregory from Telemon Corporation. And last but not least, it's Amy Orndoff from Berkeley Springs Senior Services. Amy, good morning. Hello. Good morning. It's, it's, uh, Berkeley. Or Berkeley. Senior. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. We get it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, I, I there was a mini celebration when I when I mentioned to Amy, it's great that the seniors are able to be Yay! back in person and, yes. and just you're glowing about that. Oh, my goodness. It was such a fabulous, fabulous day on July the 7th, when we were able to open our doors, um, we were closed. The senior center was closed to the public for 475 days. Um, not that you were counting. But <laughs> I, we, yeah, not that. <laughs> um, but we were able to transition all of our activities and all of our services into the homes of seniors and still um, provide those services so that they could remain independent and in their own homes. Been a lonely time. It has been an incredibly lonely time, and the emotions that ran so high on on that Wednesday morning when our buses pulled in with our seniors was mm. just phenomenal. I mean, staff was crying, our seniors were crying. Um, I still get emotional thinking about it. Um, you know, it's just it, it's it's a place for our seniors to go just to have their friends, and you know, it's like our kids in school they they miss it when they're not there. Right. So um, it's just a, a, a joy and a pleasure to have everyone back at the center to be able to operate um, pretty much at full capacity again and um, you know with with those services. So Amy you're part of the unity campaign what are yeah. you guys hoping to fundraise for? Um, well we are looking hopefully to raise three thousand dollars and that is going to help to offset some of those costs that we incurred having to move a lot of our programs in the home um, you know it, it's a lot less expensive when you can operate in a group um, it's a lot more expensive when it's more more one-on-one -on -one. Um, our as everyone know food cost is 
on the rise, and that has not slowed us down one bit with providing our meals. Home-cooked um, meals. Home-cooked meals mm-hmm. prepared in our kitchen from scratch every day. Um, we were able to transition everyone that would have came to the center while we were closed. They received a home-delivered meal every single day that they were out. So, um, you know, we we did almost 40,000 meals um, wow. last year while we were closed. Amazing. So all of them delivered. Absolutely. So can you let people know how to get in touch with you? Maybe if they Absolutely. want to get involved, maybe volunteer, something like that. And of course, to donate through the Unity Campaign. Absolutely. We can always use volunteers. Um, our Facebook page, Berkeley Senior Services, um, Unity 4 at 71777. Um, uh, let's see, org is our website, mm-hmm. or you can call us at 304-263-8873, or just stop by um, at the building on High Street. Perfect. Again, that was Amy Orndoff from uh, Berkeley, it's Berkeley Senior <laughs> Services, uh, Benjamin Gregory from Telemont Corporation, Kimberly Senson Diver from EVAC Canine Search and Rescue Team, and Terry Bliziotis from uh, Morgan County Homeless Coalition. Thank you all for coming in. I think this might be the speediest of thank our uh, Unity <laughs> Campaign speed dating segments we've ever done, but thank you all so much. If you missed any thank of this you. today, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page. But stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. From Pawpaw to Harper's Ferry, from Martinsburg to Winchester, it's Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm, swing West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit our new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. You missed it for the break. We had our uh, United Way of the Eastern Panhandle Unity Campaign uh, speed dating segment, which was the quickest I think we've ever done it. That was amazing. All those wonderful people, four, four deep in our yeah. in our studio. Yeah. And they I love the way they support each other, too. And that's just the way it is every year we do this. Absolutely. And I'm so glad we could partner with them. Absolutely. Help them get the word out. Yeah. But we do have our next guest in studio. Yes, absolutely. So first of all, I I feel like I need to introduce Marie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Marie joined our, our, um, our team. Uh, It's been a few weeks, right? Yes. It's been actually a month now that I've been here at WVRC. Nice. So thank you for coming in. And uh, because of you, we're able to meet our next uh, guest. And this is going to be a really cool, because as a homeowner, Mm -hmm. I got questions. So (laughs) it's Doug from Absolute Glass over in Hedgesville. Welcome in. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? How long have you been working with glass? A little over 30 years. Oh, no time. Yeah, there you go. So you, <laughs> you know a thing or two about the glass biz. <laughs> You've seen a few things. Yeah, absolutely. How, so how does one get into working with glass? Did you journeyman with someone? Or? Uh, my it's Through a family member, actually. My okay. grandfather had a company back when we were kids and just kind of snuck into it and kind of got into it and never left, really. I bet it's changed a little. It's changed years. a lot. Yeah. Uh, all the new products and everything coming out. You know, there's a lot of new systems, things like that. You know, we... Uh, but we can still take care of it all. All right. So talk about what you guys provide the community um, from from Hedgesville. And you guys are, you, you go out to sites, right? We are. We're a mobile company. We are a family-owned and operated company out of Berkeley County right here in Hedgesville. We are a mobile company. We'll come out. You know, we do free estimates, things like that. Take a look at what you have. If you're fogged, windows are broken, windows are fogged, broken doors, anything in that, you know, flat glass area we take care of. So we'll come out, give you a free estimate, walk you through everything. You don't need to bring anything to us, anything like that. We'll mm-hmm. come out on site, take care of everything at your property. 
Now, I grew up in a very, 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 very old house, and it always had cute, some sort though. of a draft. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is a nice house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it always had some sort of a draft, that it always seemed like it was coming from the window. So how normal is that in old houses, particularly, where you know the, the seal around the window or the window itself maybe uh, just a little out of whack or weird size or something? So how normal or is that? Or baseballs through the window? Did that ever? Uh, well, it was a snowball. Oh, that Maybe now, had a rock now, in it. I don't it know. Can be told. I don't know. You know, it's it's very common for drafty windows, especially mm-hmm. older mm-hmm. homes. You know, there was no insulation in those windows. It was d- directly wood windows, single pane glass, things like that. You can replace the windows in them and everything like that if you want. Right. Um, but a lot of times people like that historical look and everything. So you do have a couple broken panes. We can come out and replace just the panes themselves. Now, can you still go for like that... Uh you know, historical look with new windows now? Is there still a way to, like, kind of get you that You can. Look? It's a, you know... Kind of get the best of both worlds. Yeah. You could have the windows with the grids inside the glass that look like they're broken down and mm-hmm. broken up into individual panes. Mm-hmm. And they're not. It's actually a full piece of glass with actually the grids inside the glass itself on the really? double paint. Yeah. So that helps with the insulation, I'm guessing, it and does. things like that? It does. It does help with the insula- insulation and everything like that. Um, and a lot of things you're finding out nowadays is those windows, over a few years, will get fogged up. The gas will leave. So you'll see that haziness, that fogginess in between the two pieces of glass. We can come out and replace just the glass itself. The Mm. whole window doesn't have to be replaced. We can change just the glass inside that window. That's important. That way everything stays the exact same. Everything aesthetic-wise is the exact same. It's just you have a new piece of glass in it now. And that sounds complicated. That sounds like something someone with specialized training has to do. I can't imagine trying to retrofit or put in new glass how efficient are you guys at, uh, at that? And, and do you clean up after yourself? Of course we clean up after ourselves. We, we come I'm just in picturing there. like glass shards. Oh, no, 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 no. We, if I was we doing come it. in and, you know, we lay all our cloths down or anything. A lot of times what we can do is remove the window itself, take it out to our vehicle, have our system set up out there. We'll replace it outside your home. That way no mess is inside the house. Hmm. Wow. So that way you don't have to. If the system lets us do that. Right. If not, we'll put drop cloths down on the inside and outside and just in case something were to ever you know drop, it's all taken care of. We okay. clean up everything. So I know my husband's listening. We have a sliding glass door out to our deck, and um, it's original to the house, and it's it's foggy, and it's sometimes you can't see through it. Correct. So what do you guys do for that? Pretty much we'll come out and give you a free estimate, of course, explain everything to you about what's going on. We can take that panel out of your property, take it out, replace the glass by itself with a new piece of double-pane glass, clean it, do it all, Put it right back in. You'll never know it was even changed. And you also do like bathroom glass and stuff too, we right? We do. We do frameless shower doors, uh, oh, heavy shower doors. Wow. Say, I, I bet I, a few of those have gotten broken. Say, and that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm my first. I'm in my first. Uh, my I don't know how to say this. The bathroom I have in my apartment is the first bathroom I've had with a shower that has one of those sliding glass doors, and it terrifies me uh-huh. every time I knock it that it would break <laughs> because it seems like such a you know Delicate. niche thing to get. But you guys do that stuff. We do, we do. I mean, if it's broken, you know, we can come out and replace the glass in. Or if you were looking for a new system, we can replace it with a brand new frameless system, so you don't have all that metal framing and everything around it. It's all uniform, and, and you can see it's all. I need mine raised up like an extra couple inches because I hit my head on it every time. Talk, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> every single time. So, um, you know, being in this area, there are a lot of folks who um, have cobbled together their uh, windows when they put on additions. I know I grew up in Southern West Virginia. That was a big thing. When you're replacing something that some homeowner put together 40 years ago, mm-hmm. can you do that and, and still have it, you know, seamed up? Yes. And- every piece of glass is basically custom. So 
depending on the situation, you come out, you assess the situation, get your measurements. We can order any piece of glass to any different size, shape. We can get different colors. Yeah. It all depends on what the situation is. You know, we'll take care of any of that. We'll come out and explain to you step by step what we're going to do and how it's going to be done and what we can do for you. Doug is here with us from Absolute Glass. I've got one more question, mm-hmm. then you can just ask whatever you want to. Okay, <laughs> so um, it, at my house, I have a bunch of uh, great art that my kids did, and mm-hmm. I've got it in um, in a space that has a window. Mm-hmm. And so I, I put, it's kind of painstaking, my own tint on it to protect it from UV you know, rays. Has it got the bubbles know? in it? Not many, but some. <laughs> but I bet you guys have products that already do that, right? Yeah. A lot of the new windows and everything come with what they call a low-E glass in it. It comes with a tent that's already baked into the glass itself. Hmm. Um, a lot of your aftermarket tent and everything like that has problems, and I'll explain why. Um, a lot of people like to put aftermarket tent on their windows to, to block out that UV rays and everything. The problem with the tent is it begins to make the glass so hot from the sun you'll actually break the glass. The glass itself will break. It's like putting saran wrap on it. It's it's like oh, putting a mirror. Gosh. It's like putting on a mirror in front of you know, you know, Ooh, the sunlight. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's just baking the glass and it'll crack it. Well, in that case, you give us a call. We'll come out. We'll replace the glass. Now, if you add that tent afterwards, all your warranties are out the window. Ooh. So, there you go, Marsha. Basically. Okay. I See, this is stuff I needed to know. Right. There right. you go. Uh, so, you got any crazy uh, glass stories? Like, did you go to some house that had, you know, some 40-foot-long window that you had to replace you had to or drive anything like there, that? Right? <laughs> yeah. We've seen we've seen some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, it all, every situation is different. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love the big open, you know, areas to where you have the huge glass. You could look out and see the mountains and all that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But, you know, every situation is different, but we'll take a look at it and we'll take care of it. Absolutely. What is the biggest pane of glass that you have installed? Oh, shoot. I'm not really sure. And how terrifying is it trying to transport that pane uh, of see, glass? That's, well, oh, my gosh. <laughs> when you've been doing it as long as we have, it, that you don't really think about that right. stuff. I mean, you got to know how to handle it. you got to know what you're doing. You know, not just anybody can handle a piece of glass, you know, that size oh, or yeah. anything like that, you know, without possibly getting hurt. Mm-hmm. But if you know what you're doing, you're good. Absolutely. Again, we're speaking with Doug from Absolute Glass Service. Uh, let people know how to get in touch with you. Uh, of course, you do free estimates, uh, maybe Facebook website, things like that. Maybe yeah. you got any deals going on? Oh, we do. Um, you can, We have a Facebook at Absolute Glass Service, LLC, on Facebook. You can definitely give us a call at 304-270-8122. 304-270-8122. Um, we are actually working on some website stuff mm-hmm. right now. It's in the works. Cool. So websites are always such a pain. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we're a family owned and operated company. Perfect. We're not, you know, huge. To, so when right. you call, you're dealing with the same person over and over again. And you that's important. Build that relationship with that person. So. Absolutely. Well, thanks for stopping in and hanging out with us a little bit, Doug. Appreciate Again, from it. Absolute Glass Service, uh, they do free estimates, commercial and residential. Give them a call, 304-270-8122. Uh, I got your Facebook up here. I've been checking it out for you. But, uh, and they do screen repair. I just yes. saw that. Yeah, yes. fall glass, That's screen huge. repair, shower doors, commercial door repair. They do it all over at Absolute Glass. Again, give them a call, 304-270-8122. Thanks for stopping in, Doug. Thank you very much. Thank Absolutely. You. Stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Live and local, it's Panhandle Live with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full service 
Law firms from West Virginia and Maryland to make individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at SuttonandJanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. Missed it for the break. We had Doug from Absolute Glass coming in to uh, talk about, well, all things uh, windows and glass in general. So if you missed any of that, there's a lot of uh, important questions mm-hmm. that Marsha asked as a longtime homeowner. Uh, so if you missed any of that, you can listen to it a little bit later on today. But moving forward in this jam-packed Panhandle Live. It is time for Meet the Candidates. That's right. So our guest this uh, this morning is Melissa Power. She's a candidate for Berkeley County Board of Education. Welcome in. Thank you for having me. Thanks Absolutely. for being here and, and for being patient because everything kind of got stacked because we wanted to make sure our Unity campaign mm-hmm. folks had plenty of time Absolutely. this morning. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I am a mom of two children, uh, teenagers, wife and a full-time project coordinator for a builder in based out of uh, Frederick, Maryland. Um, and I started looking into the Berkeley County schools when we moved to Berkeley County about a year ago and uh, decided that there were some things that were very concerning and uh, wanted to kind of put my hat in the ring and, and say, hey, you know, we've got some issues, we've got some problems here and, and we got to got to get some stuff fixed. Broadly, what are you what were those concerns? Uh, critical race theory, uh, f- namely uh, masks being mandated on children uh, when honestly, I mean, if you look at the medical science of it all, they were the least affected by COVID. Um, on top of which, uh, there were issues that I actually experienced when I worked into a public school system, not in this state, um, but in a neighboring state, um, uh, with bullying from students to students, students to teachers, uh, upper staff uh, within the school system to teachers. So there's there's many facets to this to this story. And uh, before COVID even started, we had staffing issues. So, I mean, it's it's been a long time coming that there are things coming head head on at the same time. So so with those staffing issues, because that is a common theme with a lot of the uh, folks we've been talking to. uh, How do you solve that, especially with us being in kind of a weird spot here in the state? Yeah. So first, I know that everybody probably sits there and says, you know, we need to increase the teacher's pay. Well, you know, local school boards do not have that ability to change uh, the the pay for our teachers. That is a legislative issue. Uh, we need to advocate for increases um, for our, our staff members. Um, that is that goes without without uh, too much um, uh, pushback. But uh, what I will say is, if anybody has a job and they're not necessarily getting adequate pay, then you start looking at other things, benefits, perks, and how the atmosphere is at work. And if the atmosphere at work is not good, if it's adversarial, if there's bullying, if there's conflicts, if there's the inability to do your job, do it well, you're going to actually walk away a whole lot easier, a whole lot quicker than if it was just literally about pay. Do you feel like that's something that as a Board of Education member you could help effect change for? Yes. The whole environment, the workplace environment for teachers? Yeah, I can absolutely tell you that as a previous uh, worker in a school system, when you do not have assurances from administration, whether it's in the schools or even in the offices at the school board or even the school board members that have been elected by the people of the county, if you do not have their ear and they are not listening, you feel worthless. You feel devalued. And that is a problem. I've watched as 
staff members have gone to the board meetings. There's no acknowledgement from the board members. That's a problem. Is, is that because of the way the, the meetings are set up? Um, yes is that no. something that needs to be changed? Yes and no. So there is the ability for board members to put a motion out that they can respond to the people that are standing there before them during the um, community uh, forum mm-hmm. portion. There is a piece that they can do. That is that is actually a direction that the state board of education has said that the local board of ed can change. They don't have to do it, you know, for every single person that stands before them and talks to them, but they can do it for individuals. Right. And they're not doing it. And that's the that's a problem when you have the state board of ed saying that yes, you can do this, but then the local board says no, we can't. Well, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> there's a conflict here going on. And and we we don't know why. And even even if they don't address it right then and there, why can't they address it later? Right. At the next board meeting or follow up with someone. I have I have yet to hear that any board member has followed up with every single person that has stood before them and brought forth a complaint, a concern, a question. We're speaking with Melissa Power, running for Berkeley County Board of Education. So say uh, you are elected onto the board. What are your first steps? I and mean, you kind of hit a couple of those already, but what are your uh, initial things that you want to get done? Well, we need to do oversight for many different avenues. I mean, I talked with several staff members, uh, bus drivers, teachers, support staff that have said that we're not allocating money correctly. We're not use, using it wisely. Uh, so we need to do an evaluation um, when it comes to our books, our financial uh, stability, that that also lends itself into you know the infrastructure. What are we doing as far as infrastructure? We've got a growing county. We've got you know buildings that need to be addressed um, in their their conditions, and that's a problem. I mean, I'm going to plug this out there. I walked into the board of ed office last week, and I was astonished at the money that was put into that building to make that entrance ostentatious it was it and i've heard from school uh teachers that they were upset years ago when that was done mm-hmm. well, if if you're putting in uh, marble surround fireplaces and you've got tufted um nail head leather seats in your uh entrance and you've got granite countertops and you've got tile floors and you've got wood paneled walls i mean this is rich mm-hmm Stuff that costs a lot of money. I work for a builder. I know that this was thousands of dollars. So why in the world did they put all that money into that, into that um, facade, if you will, that surface level view, and not into where it needs to be? Where it, it, where we need to put it in the classroom. We need to give it to the teachers. We need to get them the supplies that they need. Uh, so we need to do an oversight with that. But there's also we need to look at the curriculum. We need to take a take a good hard look at that because currently there are CRT resources, critical race theory resources for uh, teachers to use in the classroom, and that's a problem because so why that's division. Is that, why is that a problem? So it creates division. So critical race theory, in and of itself, states that there is a, um, a there's this stifling of a minority, um, if you will to the point where one race is better than another. That's the that's the basic gist of it. It puts that division that's there. And there are so many things that we have going right with our country that we're not focusing on what we've done well since uh, the Civil War, since the Civil Rights Movement with Martin Luther King. Um, we have, we're losing the focus on what 
we have been able to accomplish and what we still do need to do need to change. And I'm not saying that we don't have anything to change. We still do have some things to change. But in the avenue of education, why are we putting the spotlight on race so exclusively to the point where you have you have kids that are graduating from high school saying, oh, my gosh, I I once had friends that were the opposite race and now I don't. So, I mean, that's there's a division going on and it's being felt by students. We're speaking with Melissa Power running for Berkeley, Berkeley County uh, Board of Education. Now, you only got we only have about two minutes left <laughs> until we have to get uh, to our next break, unfortunately. Yep. So I want you to let people know, again, kind of your uh, elevator pitch, if you will, and how to get in touch with you and things like that. Absolutely. So you can always email me, melissa.power12 at outlook.com. Uh, I have a website, powerforboe.com. I'm also on Facebook. Melissa Power for Berkeley County Schools Board of Education. So you have different avenues to reach out to me and take a look at my platform. I am pro-constitution, uh, I'm a conservative, and I am pro-family. Perfect. Again, Melissa Power uh, running for Berkeley County Board of Education. Thank you for joining us um, here on this uh, edition of Meet the Candidates. Thank you. Absolutely. Stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live, the voice of the Panhandle. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at SuttonandJanelle.com. I'm Jordan Nice Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. I'm finished. Okay, I was saying if you were done, your carrot. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, yeah, I was. I get to hear it in my earphones. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh my gosh, is my mic on? Is everyone hearing me chew my carrot?" No, but uh, <laughs> you know, we got a couple big events coming up here in the uh, Panhandle area, and one of the biggest ones is, is Apple Blossom. That's right. The Shenandoah Apple Blossom Festival is back in full bloom. I like the way they say that because after all the restrictions, it's nice to have it back. Have lunch, hear a great speaker, and mingle with business professionals at the Valley Health. Business at the Bloom event. Details on that and all the other fun at bloom.com. There you go. Apple Blossom's always so much fun. Yeah. It really is. I remember going to, uh, well, I was in the Apple Blossom Parade once. Not a big deal. March the whole thing. But uh, going as an adult, uh, Mm -hmm. it's always fun. I had friends that went to Shenandoah and stuff, Mm -hmm. and they lived like in the old part of downtown, and there was just like old college houses that you walk Mm -hmm. in, and you're like, how was this sold? To people, but anyways, it was all. It's, Apple Blossom is the best. I'm excited that it's back in full force this year. I was driving through town, and um, they already have signs out like Boy Scouts are selling spaces for you know parade watching and parking and oh, things really? like that. Yeah, jeez, yeah, it, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's at the end. It's at the end of the month, but I guess you can reserve your your spot. And uh, I know tickets for some of the events go quickly. There are a lot of really cool sports celebrities this year. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. And. You got it? Yeah, I don't have them all. No, I don't Julia Serving. Thank you. Magic. Among other. Magic. Not, no, not magic. Dr. J. Dr. J. Yeah. Sorry. Close. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be a blast. Uh, we'll be talking about it a lot, especially a lot more once it gets a little bit closer. Hopefully we can have you know either Terry Bradshaw or Dr. J in here to uh, talk. Mm-hmm. That would be so cool. But we'll see. But yeah, Apple Blossom coming up. You've been working on that? I've been emailing the people that I need to email. So 
All right. And it all comes down to whether or not they read them. But uh, speaking of uh, more localized news, here in Martinsburg, we had some pretty big news about uh, local businesses. Right. They they just, um, I think it was today that they, they posted this, the mm-hmm. Martinsburg City Hall page. Uh, Martinsburg had 84 new businesses wow. register with the Secretary of State in, in March, in the month of March. That's 84. Um, and their their little release said new businesses are coming to the city of Martinsburg. They announced that 84 businesses had registered and that that means that Martinsburg led the state in March with the number of new business registrations. So Woo-hoo! that's, yeah. That's so, that's so cool. I mean, I know that there's that, uh, what is it? Seafood, wine, whiskey bar that's coming mm-hmm. into uh, the Martin Street downtown area. There's a, a couple of different things popping in. Um, Miss... Uh, teen West Virginia has her little uh, oh, the dress prom, shop the down, prom downtown. Shop, yeah, mm-hmm. and the old Casa. I don't, I don't know how to Casa say Casa di Vissone. Yeah, the okay. yeah, it's downtown. It's right next to like Habanero and that little uh-huh. on that block. But she's, I think she said on her video, I think it's on the Main Street Martinsburg. If you want to look it up, that uh, it's open on the weekends, but mm-hmm. uh, it's free. I think and all the dresses yeah. and stuff are free. Which so. is that's right up incredible. her alley, right? Yeah, that incredible. she would be doing that. Okay, I'm I'm gonna have you cold read this headline. Raise the woof one brick at a time for Morgan County's Humane Society. You did that really well. I Thank thought you. I was going to catch you. <laughs> All right. So, um, so if you if you live in Morgan County, then you're aware of the the struggle. The Humane Society um, opened their doors in 1978, and now they say their buildings are falling apart. Mm. Um, I was looking at a post on their Facebook page or website. It said our cat trailers and dog kennel have been patched up so many times. They're currently being held together with tar paper and hope. Wow. Yeah, let that sit mm. with you for a minute. So they are selling commemorative bricks. The bricks can be engraved with a person's name or as a memorial or in honor of a beloved pet, and they'll become part uh, a permanent part of the new facility. You can order them. There's a link on the on the website uh, for the Humane Society of Morgan County, um, and you can you can uh, download a paper form and mail it in with a check if you really don't feel comfortable doing stuff online but you can help raise the woof raise the woof that is for sure and uh if you want to get involved in another local thing we got kind of a uh well it's, it's almost like trading post a little bit at this right? point in it uh the martinsburg skate spot which is over on 301 north raleigh street if you're coming in raleigh coming down raleigh street from like uh, edwin miller or coming from you know that part of town you drive right past it awesome little skate park but they're having uh their annual cleanup make it shine cleanup event happening uh, in just a few days on april 9th from 10 a.m to 2 p.m and if it's raining they're going to uh, push it to april 16th uh, but the flyer says come lend us a hand and clean up the town's skate spot and and it is super cool. I was kind of telling you about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was a kid, loved skating, loved, went skateboarding all the time with my buddies and everything like that. But we never had like a proper skate park. So it was right. just us going and like jumping down people's stairs and then getting chased off their property or getting chased out of, you know, anywhere right. that we were trying to skateboard. So having a thing like this for kids in the area is huge, especially if you have a kid out there uh, that goes to the Martinsburg Skate Spot. And it seems like they're always doing, you know, cool things for the community. It's not just like a place right. where people go hang out and do, you know, bad things, if you will. It seems like it's a nice spot. So if that's you, happening on the night. If you're listening and you're affiliated with the Skate Spot, we'd love to have someone on to just kind of talk about the, the whole, you Absolutely. Know, because I think it, it, was, it was just a few uh, guys and girls. They got together because they wanted to place a skateboard around here and not get chased out of everywhere. So they mm-hmm. kind of got some cement, made all the things, all the obstacles and stuff that are out there. That's it's pretty really cool. cool. Yeah, so that's happening April 9th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Or if it's raining, which hopefully it's not raining like it is today, uh, it'll be <laughs> April 16th. 
Okay, so another thing that has happened, and I don't know if you can find that story on on, on yeah. our news thing, okay. is um, Musselman standout Jake Stevens, um, basketball player. He's been attending VMI. He's a senior this year. Mm-hmm. He's entered the transfer portal. Who hasn't? So, okay. But so the buzz is, and, and in the story I, I quoted, mm-hmm. there's a, um, a paper or, or a publication out of Morgantown mm-hmm. uh, that's wondering out loud uh, why WVU is not going to scoop, or, you know, if they are considering scooping him up. Because w, WVU is notorious for not recruiting kids from West Virginia. Really? Yeah, notorious. Notorious. He's so good. I mean, the stats, I mm-hmm. think you, you yeah, see them. Uh, averaging around 20 points a game, around 10 rebounds a game, two blocks a game, shooting 55%. I mean, he's got the stats that he should be playing, you know, big power five D1 basketball. I mean, he's already playing D1 basketball at BMI, but, you know, the stats show that he should be up, you know, a little bit higher up, bigger schools. But I don't know. It's hard to tell with West Virginia. Their recruiting is so strange. Now, especially mm-hmm. with them being in the Big 12, I mean, that – opens up the recruiting to the whole Midwest, well, the whole country, really. So, oh. yeah. Well, well I know he's, he's done well at VMI. Of course, he's got he's uh, getting his undergrad. He's a senior, so he'll be graduating. But because of COVID, he has a uh, year of eligibility left. Oh, and they don't have a graduate program. They don't have a grad program, so he could move on to somewhere else, you know, maybe in Morgantown. Come Shepherd. You know what? <laughs> get, that, get that rumor mill going. I mean, that'd be <laughs> local for him. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know if he said anything about any of the state schools, mm-hmm. but certainly this publication that I quote oh, out, yeah, of, yeah. out of Morgantown, um, th- they've been wondering this out loud for a while. And that publication also, uh, I follow them on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, they got under the skin or vice for or flip or either way of a former West Virginia basketball player, John Flowers, uh, which that might not mean anything to you, but um, they've been going at it on Twitter over the past couple of What's months, the name of, of it? Voice of Morgantown or Voices of Motown. Yeah, something like that. Voices of Motown. Yeah, it's some iteration of that. Mm -hmm. You'll find if you just put voice or voices in, uh, it'll probably come up. So, yeah, that's an interesting follow. It's a very interesting follow. Like you said, he kind of wonders or wonders out loud about a lot of things. So, it uh, will definitely make your feed a little bit more interesting, that is for sure. Well, we're proud of Jake Stevens, of course, being a a Muslim guy and a lot lot of talented athletes coming out of the panhandle. Oh, always. That's always been the case. My goodness. I mean, I remember just growing up over Hagerstown Way, it was always you came down and played the. You played against the Martinsburg schools or the Panhandle schools, and you always uh, had a tough one on your hands, that is for sure. But if you're looking to get your coffee in this morning, the grand opening of the Dunkin' Donuts over in Falling Waters, 88 Corporate Boulevard West in Falling Waters, West Virginia. The grand opening is happening today and happening right now from 9 to 11 a.m. Head on over to the Duncan in Falling Waters, 88 Corporate Boulevard. I think that's on the, what is that, west side, west Oh, you're going to ask me about directions this early in the morning. Regardless, uh, new Dunkin's open. You can have a chance to win free coffee for a... Well, it is free coffee for a year to the first 100 guests, 18 and over. But that started at 9 o'clock, so we're a little late on that. So disregard <laughs> the uh, free coffee for a year thing. You never that, know. It might have happened. But our, no our Jason yeah, Tyler is uh, is there uh, mm-hmm. broadcasting for today's 97.5, so you might yep. get to, to meet him as well. But 99-cent medium coffee. All day, too, or while supplies last. Uh, free like giveaways, Dunkin' Donut prize wheel, pr- prize wheel, Dunkin' Donut mascot, and happening in about 30 seconds is the ribbon cutting. So there you go. 
But for Marsh Kavalik, I'm Jordan Ice Warner. It's been Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Have a good one. If you missed any of it, look it up a little bit later on on our Panhandle Live Facebook and Spotify page. WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too.